0: This podcast is brought to you by...
2: <laughs> no one.
0: The man who was in last place at the end of lap one comes home to win the Sakia Grand Prix, Sergio Perez. Wow, what a race for him and for Racing points. Yes, Checo, P1. Yes. <coughs> Lance P3, Checo, <Jekko>, Lance P3. <sighs>
1: Guys. Just stay ahead of the guys if you can, Checo. Stay ahead of the guys so you can line up properly when you come in. Good job, guys. Luis, asegúrate que
3: que Checo está viendo la carrera, por favor.
2: Okay, on this packet in my Fermi show today, we talk about Russell's debut for Mercedes, the clusterfuck. That was the Mercedes pit crew and Hamilton's contract conspiracy. All the winners and losers from what was a mammoth week in Formula One. We celebrate Perez on a masterful performance from back of the grid to winning the whole damn race. And much, much more time now to introduce you to the main don. The top pimp. We can all agree that pimping ain't easy, but for this pimp... No one pimps better than the him. He is the best of the best. Mr. David Croft, take it away. Crofty.
0: It's lights out and away we go.
2: Once a week, one
0: man emerges from the pit lane to deliver all the news, discussion and results of Formula One. Well, that time has arrived.
2: Sit back. Relax, for the Park It In My Ferme show. Here is your host, Colby. That is right, ladies and gentlemen, it is I, Colby, here with the Park It In My Firm A podcast. The Firm is open. That is where you should park it. Pimpin' ain't easy, and the top pimp. Brofty brought us in again. Lights out and away we go. And listen to the emotion of Checo, Mr. Perez, Sergio on the radio as he finally wins a GP. Well deserved. I'm not crying in here. You are. And is someone cutting onions because it was emotional. The most consistent driver in the field, other than Hamilton, of course, and quite possibly the worst musical chairs contestant of all time. The man still cannot find a seat for 2021, Perez You deserve better, my man. Albon. Yeah, it's not looking good. But we have a huge show to go through today. And to give you an example of how colossal this thing is. Here is everything that has happened since our last show. Grosjean's recovery. Fittipaldi steps into the Haas. Hamilton caught the damn Rona. Haas announced Marzipan for 2021. Russell given Mercedes chance. Attakin, Aitken sorry, given F1 debut with Williams replacing Russell. Schumacher name is back in F1 as Mick is announced as the driver for Haas 2021. Rojon released from the hospital. Schumacher crowned the F2 champion. Russell denied win over Mercedes debut. Esteban Ocon gets his first podium. First racing point double podium. Perez takes his maiden win. And my pants feel a little tight at how exciting that race was in Bahrain. Holy Duly catch your breath. So, before we get started, make sure you like the Facebook page, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or all those places that you find podcasts. Or you can just head over to the website, parkitinmyferme.com, to catch the latest podcasts or any shows you have missed. So, tell your friends and family to jump on board as we be bringing you all the weekly news, opinion, and discussion in the world of Formula One. Let's get started. I want to start by talking about what exactly went down on the weekend. One of my favorite commercials growing up as a kid was in 1989. The classic Nike commercial, It's Gotta Be The Shoes, starring Michael Jordan and Spike Lee as Mars Blackman. Here, have a listen.
0: Yo, Mars Blackman here with my main man, Michael Jordan. Yo, Mike, what makes you the best player in the universe? Is it the vicious stumps? No, Mars. Is it the haircut? No, Mars. Is it the shoes? No, Mars. Is it the extra long shorts? No, Mars. Is the shoes it, right? Nah. Is it the short socks? No, Mars. Money's gotta be the shoes. Shoes, shoes, Shoe. 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 You sure it's not the shoes? I'm sure, Mars. What about the shoes? No, Mars. Money's gotta be the shoes.
2: It suggests that the reason that MJ is so good at the whole basketball thing was because of the equipment he uses. The shoes on his feet. Now, obviously, the notion is ridiculous, so much so that they even made a movie about it called Like Mike, where some kid gets some special worn-out shoes but has the powers of Michael Jordan or something. Blah, blah, blah. The notion is stupid because there aren't any sports in the world where the equipment you use gives an advantage over someone else. It takes hard work, dedication, drive and motivation and being incredibly gifted to be an excellent athlete and win at your sport. There is however one sport in the world where the equipment you use can determine just how well you perform, motorsport. Now in particular Formula One, we're gonna talk about that today. See for years and years, we've heard the same story. Ooh, such and such only wins because they have the fastest car. Schumacher only wins because the Ferrari is built for him and the Bridgestone tyres that he uses are designed for how he drives. Vettel only wins in that Red Bull because of team orders for Mark Webber. And all the good car components are given to Vettel's car over the Red Bull number two driver. And the same has been happening here again. You put anyone in that Mercedes that Lewis Hamilton drives and they are gonna win. The line was not only uttered by the fans worldwide, but even drivers have said it themselves. Let's listen to Max Verstappen on the cars.
3: Well, I guess we'll only find out if we swap cars once, both drivers, and then
2: you can compare.
3: But uh, I don't know. I don't think a lot has changed, to be honest, before the rule change and and now. So, no, I don't, well, that's just a bit of a... not a guess, but I, I think you can clearly see that it hasn't brought us a lot closer or further away, before the rule change. What's the swap
1: for? What
3: do we need to swap for? We swap cars. You go into mine, I go into yours, and then we know the comparison. Of what? Of the difference between the cars, if they actually become faster in the race or not, complete oh, Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Maybe we can do like a private test there or something.
2: <laughs> but really, it's only one way to find out. There's only one thing we can do. We can take the driver from one car. We can put them in Lewis Hamilton's car and we get to see. Not only that, what if I told you we could take the driver from the worst car on the grid and stick him in the best car on the grid and finally get to see if it's the driver or the car that makes the champion. With Hamilton catching the Rona, George Russell was asked to ditch the Williams and hop into the car for the Bahrain Oval Style NASCAR Edition track on the weekend. The first thing you need to notice is the size difference between Hamilton and Russell. Russell's shoe size is too big to even fit in the cockpit of the Mercedes car. The steering wheel and car setup are designed for Hamilton. And Russell is now going to attempt to drive it around the circuit. Now, if you think about it, if Russell was able to get a top six finish in that car, it would be an incredible achievement. Let's listen to him after qualifying P2, 26 milliseconds, 0.026 behind Bottas. Now, Valtteri Bottas, but mind you, before we go to the audio, he's been driving his car designed for him all year long, and according to Mercedes, those two cars are identical. He's even still trying to work out what the knobs and buttons are that are on the steering wheel. Now let's listen.
0: It's a Mercedes front row lockout. It's Bottas on pole. But I have to say, George Russell, take a bow. You might have been beaten, but you weren't beaten by much.
1: Hey, nice work, George. So that looks like P2 for you. Good job, guys. So, yeah. Good job. Yeah, very good job there. Uh, so yeah, Valtteri P1 no, is just 26 milliseconds ahead. The snap and. Yeah, very close, mate. But, uh, yeah, well done. Well done, Yeah, mate. cheers,
3: guys. Oh, after P3, I thought we were going to be out in Q1, to be honest. But, um, yeah, honestly, I'm happy. I'm very happy with that.
1: Yeah, cheers. That should, be, should be well done, mate. So, yeah, nothing to P0. H- how do I do that? Is that the bottom switch? Yeah, the bottom switch. Copy. Cheers. Cheers, dude.
2: So, a man who's driving the slowest car on the grid was put in the fastest car and achieved the second fastest time out there. 0.026, 26 one-hundredths of a second off the guy who got pole position. That is an incredible effort. And Toto Wolff doesn't get enough credit for the move as well. Bringing Russell in is simply genius. Do you happen to know the current salaries of Lewis Hamilton and George Russell? If you have a look at the numbers on face value, you would think one driver is more than 0.026 better than the other. Lewis Hamilton is on $40 million, give or take, US a year. Russell, just shy of $1 million. On top of this, though, Lewis Hamilton doesn't have a contract for next season. Now it was always presumed that Lewis will sign again, and it will be with Mercedes, and probably for fifty million dollars plus. Lewis demands so much in his contract because he gets results. But Toto now has put himself in a win-win situation. If Russell fails and Hamilton gets the, then Hamilton gets all the praise for being the greatest driver the sport has ever seen. But if Russell succeeds, and Ham- then Hamilton's negotiating power goes out the window. It just shows that anyone can then drive a Mercedes to success, and they can do it on a lot less money. George Russell drove so well on the weekend, he got voted driver of the day, despite not one, but two mishaps. He was still able to drive the fastest lap during the race. Set the fastest sector times for each part of the racetrack. But he also finished ninth. Ahead of his teammate. Who is in an identical car. And a car that he is used to. Take a listen to the class act that is Russell. After the heartbreak in the Sakia Grand Prix. Because I tell you what, if that was me, I would be fucking fuming.
1: Okay, George, really sorry about that, mate. Honestly, you had the pace today. But, uh, yeah, really sorry for for ending up in this situation. But still, points today. And you uh, you really showed your strength. Guys. I don't know
3: what to say. I was taken away from us twice. (laughs) Honestly. It's been a pleasure and I've loved it and honestly, I'm gutted, I'm, I'm absolutely gutted, but we'll give this opportunity again, I, I hope we get this opportunity again, thank you.
1: No, well done mate, you really showed your mettle today, really showed it. good job. George, it's James, notwithstanding the events today, well done, you drove a solid race, every time you were set back you fought through, well done. George, I'm sorry for that, it was a brilliant, brilliant drive. Thank you, thank you.
2: But what if I told you there was more to the story? What if I told you that accidents aren't always accidents? That mistakes were made on purpose? That a new conspiracy theory was born? Now I love a conspiracy theory. I love one more than Danny Rick loves the smell of his own foot and boy, do I have one for you now. Along the lines of was Hitler in Argentina? Who shot Kennedy? Is the Queen shaved down there? Did we actually land on the moon? Now that last one, did we land on the moon? I wouldn't be surprised if NASA came out in about 10 years time and said, hold on, you know, the moon landing, it was, it it, uh, it never happened. I would sit back and go, yeah, okay, I'm okay with that. I mean, it seems really, really difficult to land on the moon, but we somehow managed to do it, but you know, whatever. How far does this conspiracy go? We will never know. But what if I told you that Hamilton's influence was there on the weekend? It was clear he didn't want Russell to succeed. It would cost him millions and millions of dollars. And Williams didn't want to lose a class act like George Russell. Do you see what Aitken did? So was the crash by Aitken In the very same car that Russell drove at Williams intentional? Was the mechanical radio error with the tyres an accident? Did Mercedes even need to double stack to cause all that confusion? Let's listen to Bottas' radio after the confusion. And he was put back onto the same hard tyres that he drove in there with.
0: They're double stacking at Mercedes, and for Valtteri Bottas, even more confusion uh, for a crew that are normally uh,
1: very. No, not very are happy adept. With the left front. They're not happy with it with his left front. So Valtteri, I think we have the hard tyres, the tyres he were on. We have them back on the car. Why? We'll discuss that later on. What? The <laughs> was that?
2: Mm. Notice how they didn't want to discuss it until after the race. Interesting. Notice that Bottas wasn't even really that surprised with all the shambles that went on. Hmm. It's almost as if it were planned. Let's listen to Bottas after the race. My driving during the safety
1: car, we stopped because we had margin to do so. And normally the team is bulletproof, not making mistakes. But today we did big mistakes and uh, something we need to review and, and learn.
2: Now let's have a listen to the confusion when George Pitts and then needs to pit again.
0: Oh, Jack, don't get out there.
2: Gonna need a, a
1: safety car then to clear that away, I think. So, safety car, safety car. Staying out. Box, 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 box,
3: box. P2. That
1: uh, is so currently a P5. Laps remaining. That's remaining, 24, 24.
2: So this should be a big tire advantage. I bloody hope so. Then, the rear puncture.
1: Looks like a rear left puncture. Looks like rear left puncture. Oh,
3: uh, I don't know what to say. Uh,
1: no, sharing, sharing your feelings there, mate. Let's just get your head down.
2: And post-race.
3: We had the win in the bag today. Everything was under control. Um, I was just managing the tires. Felt great in the car. And obviously, went away from us once, came back through. And then it went away from us again, so yeah, I don't
2: know. So I ask you this, was it a setup? Did Mercedes really not want George to win? Mercedes have won Constructors Championship time and time and time again. Are you really telling me they cock it up this much? Or was it a series of unfortunate events? Congratulations, George Russell, on driver of the day. The fans really understood what you did, and you are a class act.
3: Hi, guys. Um, yeah, where to start? Firstly, you know, thank you for all, all of your amazing support since the race yesterday. Absolutely gutted, absolutely gutted to to miss out on the win. But you know what a great feeling it was for me to be in that fight. Leading the race for so long, coming back through, having a second opportunity to to win the race was incredible and obviously just was not meant to be for us yesterday. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I've got a lot to be proud of. Really pleased with how the weekend went. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy it and hope to get the opportunity again soon.
1: Cheers.
2: Now it is time for all the winners and losers from the weekend. Winners, Sergio Perez, the worst contestant at any child's musical chairs I have ever seen as the man cannot get a seat to save his life, but has now won a race. Let's listen to what happened.
3: Last weekend we had the podium in the pocket and the engine broke. Today we did everything right and we had a tremendous start, good first lap, and then we got bunch out of, of the circuit so but yeah since that point we say we don't give up we just try to to do our best yeah I got hit there badly
1: okay checker
0: box 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 what happened there at this start? so the Leclerc locked up and hit you it was not your fault Leclerc locked up and hit you so, <sighs> so listen Leclerc and
2: Verstappen are out of this race a lot can happen in this race as we said before But through smart driving and a few safety cars, and Mercedes screwing Russell like he was a cheerleader around a football team, Perez went on to get the win. Let's hear it.
0: The man who was in last place at the end of lap 1 comes home to win the Sakia Grand Prix, Sergio Perez, wow! What a race for him and for Racing Point. Yes, Checo, P1. Yes. Lance
2: P3, Checo Lance P3. Losers, Valtteri Bottas. Russell made him look horrible. Let's listen to the pit stop radio to Bottas once more.
0: They're double stacking at Mercedes, and for Valtteri Bottas, even more confusion for a crew that are normally very very. They're not
3: happy with the left
1: front. They're not happy with it with his left front. So Valtteri, I think we have the hard tyres. The tyres he worked on. If you have them back on the car. Why? We'll discuss that later on. What the? F- was that?
2: He was stuck on old, 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 on old hard tires, tires that are so old. You wonder how they got that hard in the first place. You even hear Carlos Sainz questioning it. What is this Merc doing? Come on! Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't understand why it's so slow, and it's because it's on
1: such old hard tires there.
2: He had horrible luck once more, but to only out a guy who's barely driven the car and doesn't even know how to work the buttons by 26 one-hundredths of a second, then you do look like a bit of a cock. Winner, George, weird, 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 George no Russell, what, King George himself. The man is about to get paid. Has had the drive of his life being in P1 for FP1 and FP2. Qualified second on the grid. Only behind Bottas by 26 one of a second. And was able to lead the race after the first corner. Russell now has led the third most laps in F1 this season thanks to this race. He raced flawlessly. Not even knowing how half the buttons work on that steering wheel. He didn't make one mistake but because a comedy of errors. He wound up finishing P9. Driver of the day and future of motorsport confirmed. Loser, George Russell. Well, Mercedes doesn't like him winning. Unfortunately, finishes P9 in a Mercedes. And despite being the fastest car in each sector, was unable to secure the win. The winner, racing point, P1 and P3 well-timed pit stops excellent consistent driving not pitting at the end of a virtual safety car like the spud Sights, and danny rick meant that they kept pushing up the grid keeping their composure manage the tires well and perez and stroll get on the podium and it's the first time ever racing point has had two drivers on the podium since their inception and they are one step closer to securing third in the drivers construction Championship. Losers Carlos Sainz The smooth upper Couldn't quite get things together And after a mishap with the pits He found himself all way out of contention Pitting just as the virtual Safety car ended Winner Esteban Ocon P2 Well done Esteban Let's hear it at the celebrations Esteban Ocon take a bow
0: His first podium in Formula 1 P2 Esteban Woo!
1: FANTASTIC! FANTASTIC! <laughs>
3: thank you guys!
0: Woo! Yes! Oh. Ah, super Esteban, bravo! Bravo, 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 super!
1: Merci!
3: Merci Cyril, merci beaucoup! <laughs> ah yeah guys, thank you! Uh, it's been a tough year, but... You know, he finally comes, what we deserve. Thank you very much for your hard work and believing in me as well.
2: It was an amazing drive. Again, he kept his composure and just raced his own race, doing all the little things right, and was able to secure P2 and beating out his teammate Danny Ricardo. Loser, Danny Ricardo. Stuck in the pits with signs. Piss-poor effort. Team really let him down. Struggled with the power all weekend. Did well with what he had, but no shoes off for Danny Boy.
0: Winner,
2: Soto Wolf and Mercedes. We think that P9 and P10 for Mercedes would be a horrible, horrible place to finish, but Russell proved anyone can drive that car. It's not the driver, it's the car. Hamilton's contract negotiations are going to be fairly, fairly easy for Mercedes. Loser, loser, Hamilton, Rose, the Rona exposed you. Anyone can drive that Mercedes now when the team aren't trying to sabotage them, that is. Good luck asking for 50 million when someone on 1 million can do the exact same thing. Winner! The fans, what a race, different podium, lots of action, good overtakes. I really enjoyed it. Hope we do a Bahrain outer circuit again sometime soon. Loser. Maxi boy Max Verstappen crashed out on the opening lap. Leclerc drove down the inside line of Perez, causing Max to run wide. Didn't touch anyone and went into a wall. Not his fault. Very unlucky and would have been magnificent seeing Verstappen racing with the Mercs up the front of the circuit. Here is Max's radio. Look
0: up there as Perez is caught by Charles Leclerc and his three cars gone off at turn four. Yeah, f- I couldn't do anything there. F- winner. Is win, 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 no what. Alex
2: Albon? Question mark? maybe he raced well after interesting uh, qualifying but you know you had enough people crash out mercs go back you did okay losers alex albon Sergio Perez won the race and since albon has been the most unimpressive of all the uncontracted drivers it looks like his days are numbered and winners Leclerc, in qualifying, what a lap, got himself P4, unbelievable pace from nowhere, not even he knew how he did it, raced so well in qualifying, just did the one lap, hopped out, had an ice cream, had a drink, had a coke, had a beer, had a wine, had a spank with a lady, let's listen to the radio as he comes across the line, that's a fabulous lap,
1: where did that come from, this lap was very good, was very good. Yeah, it was really good.
2: Losers. LeClaire locking up the front wheel, making a silly effort, diving down into the gap that wasn't there. Perez had no room. Leclerc was at fault and as a result it took out Max Verstappen, made Perez look like an absolute genius coming from the back of the grid however to win it and it was the most unique race we have had in some time and finally winner because we want to end on a high note. As always, the winner, friendship. After Russell picked up a toe from the McLaren earlier on in qualifying, he returned the favour in Q3.
1: So if we repeat the, the, the same thing with george i think he gave me a total of purpose because i gave him one so uh it looks like we have a good relationship people let me tell you about my best friend he's a
0: warm-hearted person who loves me till the end of. people let me tell
2: you about my best Georgie boy, it's just such a nice sweetheart, skipping down the lane, holding hands. And they are your winners and losers for the Secure Grand Prix NASCAR edition. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time. We have a race coming up this weekend, so it is time for my predictions. Cody's Top 5. For the weekend, here are my top five things that will happen this weekend in Abu Dhabi. Heading out to the Yas Marina Circuit. A track dominated by the Mercedes, but with potentially Lewis out, here are my top five predictions for the weekend. Number five. Five. Hamilton still out with the Rona. Russell jumps back in. This time it's personal. He ignores all team orders. Takes out with him a banana peel. To place on the circuit to spin people out, Mario Kart style's definitely going to happen. Four. Number four. Alex Albon disappoints because he's Alex Albon. Three. Number three. Sergio Perez breaks the lap record by 35 seconds, laps every car three times, and somehow wins the race twice. And still doesn't get a seat for next season because he's Sergio Perez. Two- My prediction, number two. Max Verstappen spikes Leclerc's morning scotch and coke and crashes into him as hard as humanly possible on the opening lap. And my number one prediction... One. ...for the Abu Dhabi, Yas Marina, Yas Queen circuit is... There are going to be four safety cars and two red flags as all drivers push it to the limit with so much to gain in the constructors' standings and extra cash... On offer, the team orders will be floor it and get those points. They were my top five predictions for the weekend. Cody's Top
0: Five.
2: Well, 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 it's come to that time of the evening. I'd like to thank you all so very, very much for listening to the Park It in my Firmay podcast. pimp PIMF! Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and like the Facebook page as well. I get lonely over there. Come and like it. I drop some dope memes. You can believe me. We're available on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, through the website as well, parkitinmyfirmate.com, and many, many more places. Catch up with the old apps. I'm funny. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Am I? Question mark? Get your friends and family involved and listening, and as always, good luck to all the drivers involved this weekend at the YAS QUEEN Marina Circuit in Abu Dhabi Have an awesome week And we will catch up To discuss all the mayhem That is the world of Formula 1 And the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix See you next week Goodbye Thanks for listening